Why'd you stop talking? You guys were having an interesting conversation, and now that the pad podcast has started, you just it, just silence, immediate silence. Oh well, we want to know why it took you an extra hour to get on the podcast. <laughs> now that you're now that we have your attention, just busy, technical difficulties. What are you so busy with? I it was an hour long pee. You're just peed for an hour straight. That's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> I peed so much that it began eroding the the walls of my urethra. How many times did you have to flush? Uh, the toilet actually, once it gets to a certain level, it does. It auto flushes. Flush, yeah. yeah. Oh, die. that's how that's how toilets work. <laughs> oh, I just outed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Kevin's like, I don't actually know because I I just pee in this bottle, <laughs> this big Arizona iced tea bottle that I keep under my desk. <laughs> I'm not mad. I would do the same thing too. I'm I'm just simply sharing the idea that uh, that you live with of of pissing in bottles. It's no, a strategy. It's not a bottle. It's a hose. It's a life hack. It's a hose. Wait, you, and it you goes use a hose. Right, oh, right into a bottle. Outside. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. No bottle at all. No bottle. Okay. I got rid of the bo- bottle like a month ago. <laughs> like, have you guys ever actually peed in a, days in a bottle? Ago. Yeah. Nigel, have you peed in a bottle before? It's one of those things that I don't have a memory of it, but I know I've done it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've done it too. I, we don't really go on road trips that much, but there's like, like, I have to, I definitely have peed in a bottle. I think I may have peed in a bottle at, uh, when we were filming the car video actually. Cause there's the, two cause types of people. people liars have, and people who have peed in a bottle. <laughs> exactly. People that have peed in a bottle and people that will admit to peeing in a bottle. So when we did the, the car video, when we filmed that, uh, we had to pay to rent the parking lot. We had to pay for, to be able to use one of the outlets, and we had to pay to use the bathroom. So we didn't pay for the bathroom, because I think, I don't even know what the plan was. Um, but long story short, we, were just, we rented a dumpster, because we were throwing all the parts out. <laughs> just peeing in the dumpster. <laughs> and I think I have some self-respect, so I peed in a bottle, and I threw the bottle in the dumpster. That way, the pee is you know, forever contained in a piece of plastic. That way, once it goes into the dump truck, and they like squish it, and it sprays <laughs> out of the dump truck. Yeah. <laughs> what if you was more than pee was necessary? Uh, if I had to poo in a bottle? Then you guess what Gatorade bottles are for. They got a big, wide <laughs> mouth. <laughs> You know what we should do? We should have a competition where each of us gets to like two liters of water and we get to we have to drink it and then uh we see who can fill a little sport Gatorade bottle up from like six <laughs> feet away, who can get the most pee in it. <laughs> so it's a combination. Extra, extra. Yeah, you gotta drink as much Stay water tuned. as you can and you have to have you know, you gotta have distance and you gotta have aim. I'm gonna start drinking right now. Why We're do you have two half drunk water bottles to Don't question don't what are you, my girlfriend? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I is that is that how you treat your girlfriend, Kevin? Is this a, th- no, is this a threat? No, I can't treat my girlfriend like that, but I can treat Will like <laughs> that. <laughs> how do you like the Zoom format? I love it. I can't smell you guys from here. <laughs> how can you even post it on YouTube videos, Nigel? Where's the YouTube videos? Uh, I've ascended. I no longer mm. do YouTube. That's an interesting word. Again. I've I've left the, the, the YouTube. View, Are you doing the dance lowly... videos again on TikTok? Doing what videos? Dance videos. Uh, no, don't. We don't talk about that account. What's your secret TikTok account? <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm filming videos, but I'm just, I don't feel like editing. Not just, I'm, just, I'm just filming. He, he won't admit this to you, Will. <laughs> what? Guess how many videos Nigel told me he's filming at once right now? Four. Six. And <laughs> they're all going Six. badly. <laughs> filming at the same time or like? Yeah, and it feels really bad. I have to like not. You, you literally do that. told us like maybe a year ago that you did this and you hated it and you were never going to do it again. <laughs> I yeah, know. Cool, it's called Kevin. It's, there's a word for that. It's called relapse. <laughs> we should. We should. You know, Kevin. You know, flip flop and like electronics, digital logic. Yeah. I think we need to call it the Nigel. The Nigel. The Nigel Gate. No, I just basically what happened was it. <laughs> to explain the logic that goes on, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can explain yes. you the logic, Kevin. No, I'm I'm here to listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the logic is very simple. I give you silence. You give me explanation. <laughs> I work on a bunch of projects, and then uh, I realize that it kind of sucks, and then I vow not to do it again. <laughs> but then the problem is time goes on, and in the time. I've researched mm. more projects, but I, I only work on one at a time, but I keep researching more and more. Then eventually I'll have like five that I have like ready mm-hmm. to go. And I'll mm-hmm. one day wake up motivated and be like, I'm starting all five. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start them all and go, no, I can't like, I can't just stop. And then I get How many stuck. videos do you think I'm working on right now? 
uh, two. Does it involve an embroidery does it, machine? Does it involve editing or filming? What is what is the? Ju- I'm just right filming. Now? The answer is okay. God, I need to open the, my project folder because some of these have been going on for a very long time. How do you know how many it is? I've got to say it's it's four. Does giving up on a video count as a video that you're working on? At the, when you before Which you video gave did up. You give up on. Don't tell me. <laughs> no, well, no, I'm still working on. You have it. to beat that one. You have to beat that. To, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying them, so you have to do them now. <laughs> wait, no, wait, editor, cut that out. <laughs> how many? Okay, how, that's that's what's so that's, up my that's butt three. challenge. <laughs> three. Yeah, then there's the what's up my butt challenge. <laughs> I think it's it's three videos. Three videos that I'm actively working. Mm. So when you say act, are you like filming and editing the or stuff just that's been filmed, edited? Well, some like is being filmed. Like it, it already was filmed, but I still have to film like like pickups yeah, and stuff or green screen true. stuff. Um, and then we're planning other stuff. It's bad. You don't have like, to explain yourself to me, Nigel. I know how <laughs> it is. I'm saying just for I have a hard time editing and filming at the same time. So I can work on like five things at the same time. So I have to fit. I have to film them all, and then I can just go into editing mode. But it's hard for me to be like an editor and a filmer at the same right. time. Too many hats. I don't know what it is. It's too. It's too difficult for Nigel to be a, a chemist and a Chad at the same time. So I have to skip back and forth. <laughs> I think it's because like to film stuff, I'm running around a lot, and then to edit, you're not moving. So like, I feel like I have a lot of energy when I'm running around. So I get antsy when I sit down. I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have, have you watched an the rehearsal at all? I finished it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know the little laptop stand that he wears? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I need. <laughs> I think that you could totally run around and edit, and you're just selling yourself short. The you know technology what? exists. When you're filming a lot of stuff, there's a lot of decisions to make, and then editing, you also have to make a lot of decisions. And I think yeah. I go to edit, and I see the first decision, and I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I, have, I have huge commitment issues when it comes to everything. Like, I, if I want to make a drastic change, I will duplicate my current edit and then make the drastic changes and then never go back i mean sometimes i do go back to like pull other stuff in no, but you can't go it back. still is like i can't just delete something it's why i have problems in cad too you saw the uh the dumpster it's yeah. like completely it's like mostly parametric like what does you that could mean? change anything and it just permeates all the way through it's like infinitely changeable hmm. and it takes me so much longer to do things but also i can't do dope. that Wait, what? That's the only way I can do it. My brain doesn't work like that. Well, parametric, what does it mean? Parametric, uh, so I'll find the actual parametric. I'll just save Um, different versions and go back to them. um, The definition is assuming the value of a parameter for the purpose of analysis. So in, in CAD, when you say parametric, it means that you are plugging in values and all the all of the system is changing based off of those values. They so, all like every value references another value or something. Yeah, it essentially means that everything's linked together. So if you have a, you know, it's like scaling something mm-hmm. in Photoshop. If you scale it, if you scale up the X dimension, you can, well, I want like to scale everything equally. Ones, you could yeah. link the other one mm-hmm. to it. So you could say that the Y dimension is equal to the X dimension, or the X scale is equal to the Y scale. So in CAD, you can say like, you can have a list literally, there's a couple of ways of doing it, but like you can have a list of variables, like a Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. kind of looking thing. And you can type in names and you can give them values. And so like, let's say you have a, a bucket, like a Home Depot bucket, you know, the five gallon ones. And you say that you want it to be five gallons. So you have a, a variable called five gallons. Then you say you want the diameter to be this. And then you have a variable that says like, you know, density of wa- whatever it is. You could literally say, I want a five gallon bucket that's 12 inches wide. And it would automatically calculate the height and it would change everything else so mm-hmm. that it would all propagate out to the final bucket that you need okay. that is of a width of a volume. Or you could say width and height, or you could, you know, there's all sorts of things you could do. So that's pretty handy. I never thought you could do that. It's extremely powerful. It's, I think it's how like essentially McMaster models work. They create the object, and then it is completely parametric, so that every variation of a screw can be generated on the fly based off of whatever the parameters are. You know, the thread size, the, you know, um, the shape of the Allen key, or like the size of the Allen key, the length of the threads, the yada yada yada. When I try doing something like that, it always comes back to bite me because I'll try to like modify something in the model, and then it actually like starts affecting other things in the model, or yeah. I can't delete something in the model because yeah. it'll say like this item is constrained by this item, and doing yeah. so would mess up the whole my. my- CAD has like, 
I don't I don't know if anyone gives a shit about this, but like I really like CAD, but it has like some fundamental problems of like if you go forwards, it sometimes is impossible to go backwards. And so like you know, you could make a a a sheet and you cut a hole in it and then you want to get rid of the hole later and then you go and delete the hole, but then deleting the hole breaks everything because you maybe reference the hole further down yeah. the line. Yeah. So how do you fill the hole? You just make another feature that fills the hole. And so now you have a feature that cuts the hole, and then you reference the hole, and then you fill the hole back up later down the timeline. And it's kind of like, ah, you know, like at some point, I think CAD is, is very similar to like writing where you, you like are testing it out. You're making like your kind of your theory about what your model should be. And then the reality is you should actually, once you find out what your model is, delete it and then go back and start from scratch knowing exactly yeah. where you're going to end it's up like and make it more cleanly. It's like writing in pencil. You can go yeah. back and change something, but it's still going to, it might not. Yeah, you're right. sort of like, I've never actually done this, but you know, it'd be like treating cat as like a pen where you can change a little bit of stuff, but for the most part, you're going to make a bunch of mistakes and then you have to delete it and start over knowing where you're going. Cause it's like, that's like the prototyping stage, right? Of like, well, what is it going to look like? And it's like, well, who cares what it looks like if you know that you need to have a hole here, but then it's like, well, what about that? You know, it's just, you know, and sometimes you, you like do what you said a, where you break a text it. message where you like, you say everything and maybe like one t- tense, like I'm going to do this or something like that. And then, yeah. you, then you say like, Oh, I change it to like, I did do this. I don't know. And then you have to like go back and change the entire, like yeah. everything in the text yeah that's what it feels like sometimes <laughs> so in cad what you could do is you could say like i want to change i want the the, pr- the tense of my words to be future and then you could every time you type a future word you could then change it actually i want my tense to be past you select past and then it goes through and changed all the words to past <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i like cad i like solidworks uh i've been using fusion because solidworks i mean i'm gonna sound like such a little diva but um I just want, they should just give me a license, damn it. I don't make money from CAD and I advertise their stupid platform. G- give me a license. <laughs> they don't want you to have a license. They don't care about it. Same you. with Fusion. Fusion, I talk to their team. Like, I'm starting shit now. I'm like biting the hand that feeds me, even though neither of them feed me. We don't have any um, sponsors, but we do have anti sponsors. We could have, yeah, we're doing anti sponsorships right now. Have we? I. I don't know if anybody wants to hear me bitch about CAD. I feel like, I think, I don't know. I, I, I try to get opinions from people about if they like Fusion 360. I and like it. A lot of people like it, and some people don't like it, but the one conclusion that I can say for sure about Fusion 360, everybody hates joints. <laughs> I never figured out how to use them. Yep. In Solid Edge, dumb. it's very easy, it's very intuitive. Yeah. In Fusion, it's like, What's a yep. joint? Like, why, why can't I just yep. connect things? Every CAD package that I've used from, like, SolidWorks, Solid Edge, even, like, FreeCAD. I, I was going to try Onshape. Um, they all have, like, a mating system, which eliminates degrees of freedom. Like, Nigel, you want to learn about CAD. You were talking about CAD the other day. Like, typically what I do is I, I have an idea of, in my head, what I want, what I want right? Like, kind of a shape. And sometimes I'll draw it. Like, drawing is actually, I think, very important. Like, just get a piece of paper or a tablet or something and draw what you want. Because going straight into CAD can kind of hurt your head sometimes, and it's not a, a healthy way to try to synthesize something. Um, so, like, for the thing I just... The dumpster that I made out of laser-cut plywood, I, like, knew... You know what the shape of a dumpster is, right? So you start, start with the shape of a dumpster, and it's like, what is the foundation of a dumpster shape? And it's like, well, it's a rectangle, right? So you start with a rectangle, and you extrude it into a box. Um, and then you know the sides are, like... They're, like, rectangles with, like, triangles on top of them because it's, like... I don't know what you call that. The, the opening is canted towards you or something. <laughs> yeah. And then... It, right. So it's, then you kind of know all your flat surfaces, and you sort of go through, and you just sort of, like, start kind of like whittling it down and making all the sides and then you figure out how they're going to fit together and what order they're going to fit together in. You ever like change the oil on a car that was like really hard to get to the oil filter? You know, like yeah. they so, put the oil filter in the in the car and it works in the model and it technically fits together, but you can only change it if you take the tire off. Like <laughs> well, there's a car that uh, has a battery behind the... So to answer uh, your question, it's a right trapezoid. Right trapezoid. So it's a trapezoid with a right angle on the bottom and then the top is a... <laughs> I feel like I'm never going to remember that. But it's like, you know, there's there's a like, I remember one time I got a model or I got a, a cut file from a guy at my old job. And uh, it's actually the guy, uh, Chuck, whose BattleBot is Ghost Raptor. He made this thing, this, this, I was building this aluminum base for something. And 
he had made it all interlocking it, the keys and slots or whatever you call that, where it's like a flat piece that's cut on a water jet and yeah. one has a little notch and the other has a slot and you kind of puzzle it together. And he had designed it in a way where everything worked up until the last piece had to go in. And then you had that, like the moving box problem where you try to fold the last corner in. Yeah. And it doesn't work when it's aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to remember, push everything else apart. To you're right. In, and then and so, else, yeah. right. I remember going to him and I'm like, um, how am I supposed to put this in? And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> and I think, I think I remember we just like really kind of, just forced it <laughs> but i've heard you know, like, like people call it cad goggles it's like yeah. you're too busy designing something you forget about like how it's actually going to work yep. once it exists which is fair like it's it's a hard problem to solve yeah and like even when somebody knows what they're doing like this guy you still make decisions or choices that you don't 100 percent think about because it's like there's a like there's hundreds of little features so it's like you know i, I don't know cad is like Generally, you make your, your body, you make a body, and then you make another body, and then you, you use some sort of tool to join them together, which in normal CAD software is removing degrees of freedom. SolidWorks, it's called a mate. I don't know what they call it in Solid Edge. I can't remember. Where you essentially say, like, I would like this edge to be stuck to this edge. That removes one de two degrees of freedom. It removes rotation in one axis, and it removes... Uh, translation in the other axis and you keep removing degrees of freedom till your part's completely restricted whereas what fusion tries to do is everything at the same time i made i made my piece uh you know one of the pieces i made was make? a box <laughs> was it a hollow box or a solid box i think it's solid so it's like a cube <laughs> it's just a rectangle <laughs> yeah you know i'm pretty proud the other one was a little bit more complicated it was a it was a, a little like a three-eighths a high box, thick box. It's not really a box. Just like it's supposed so to be like a... So you were like making spacers for something. Yeah. <laughs> kind See, of. That's, that is what Fusion 360 is perfect for. Is <laughs> if you have one body and you don't need to build any sort of complex thing. Like, no, I had to, jo I had to join things and that took me a while. Oh, you, wait, how many? You made a Well, I had like a little... I made like a plate and then I just put two little like things on the side. Like little yeah, rectangles. Yeah, so you aligned it. But when you align it, you don't lock it in position. Because you can still move them. So all you've done is you've positioned them in space. Yeah. And you have to, like, capture their position. I did combine them, Even though. once you capture their position, you can still move them in space, I think. And then you have to revert. The, it's, like, it's so dumb. Oh, yeah, and trying it's to set up hinges and stuff like that, Oh, too. my God. It's so stupid. Oh, yeah. I don't... I, my, my, what I was doing was very basic. It was basically just a box. It took so what me I 10 learned. minutes to figure out how to move something, though. Yeah, it's it's painful. <laughs> Someone told me something that once I sort of like hammered that commandment into my brain, I did much better. Everything is bodies. So just yeah. make a component or just use the top level. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> you ever seen Peter? You ever? I want to talk shit about Peter right now. You ever seen his model of his first airplane? No. This is the uh, this is the problem with Fusion 360. Peter Streeple's first model of his like the the airplane that he flew in is a high-level, a top-level CAD model. There are no components. It is literally just a ton of bodies <laughs> at the highest level of a Fusion 360 assembly. <laughs> well, what's the difference between a, a component and a body? A component encapsulates... Encapsulates... Multiple bodies. bodies. Well, I mean... <laughs> the way you're supposed to do it. And the way that I think you're supposed to do it, because this is all based on probably how you use the software, is if you have a part that you manufacture, it should be its own component. Yeah. So, like, if you have a little, like, rubber seal, that should be a component that then gets brought into an assembly for that rubber seal to fit in your fuel pump or whatever. So then that fuel pump is a component that has other components in it. So what's a body? A body... <laughs> is an object inside could be inside of a component so a component is some, essentially is just a box that is like this is kind of like a group of things that i call one entity and you sort of you can move it around collectively it's sort of like an assembly in an assembly in an assembly but at the bottom it's just a body so it's like a body inside of a component no, and no, you I can think put a component, component inside of a component because if you look at the tree infusion it's like here's your component and then you break the tree tree down and then there's a body inside of the component. So here's, okay, so here's how I did the dumpster. I was like, all right, let me think. You know, use my big, giant 
bruised brain. A dumpster has the the bin, right? The bin is it is a bunch of sheets and it has a bunch of pieces, but it's all welded together. So if I was making a dumpster professionally, I still don't know really how I do it, but if I'm making a dumpster sort of what I'm doing, everything's a body. So the sides are bodies, the front is a body, the back is a body, the the little the the fork holes are bodies. And they're in the side of the same component, which okay. is the easiest way to make stuff. The problem is that it's not really the right way to do stuff because fusion really, I don't think is, it's not really meant for that. Cause every time you want to extrude something, it like forcefully, like it, it will take two bodies and it will join them together. If you extrude something that crosses through them. There's a reason that I always make things um, components, and I'm pretty sure it's because if you want to take one design out of one file and bring it into another file, it has to be a component. Yeah, probably. There's no, yeah. Way, there's no way to turn a body into a component. Yeah. So, so Okay. What we need, much like helicopters, we need CAD 2. We need the next evolution of CAD software. I don't know. I still don't know what that is because everything I've ever seen involving bringing stuff into real life has has always felt like a gimmick like a solid edge had some some bullshit about like i don't even know what it was called it was something where you could modify dimensions after the fact without having to go back it was i anyways i think the right answer is um i go online and i pay somebody to design it for me no, you co- you you post what you're trying to do. Wow. On- Actually, yeah, that's what I say. That's the real one. Trying to help you, and then you don't follow up. With Can we that. talk about that? Can we talk about that? <laughs> so I think we I, need I, to have. I, a, I actually, this is like I a actually group, messed not up. Even therapy. This I messed up my uh, my 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 claim. What I should have said mm-hmm. was, you post on the Discord. No, you, and you have people do you your open work for the free. door, and I'm no. going to step through it. Uh, I can explain what happened pretty simply. I can explain what happened too. Nigel was asking for help on how to do something in this program. And we're trying Infusion. to tell him how to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's giving us zero information of like this what the screen looks like or what he's trying to make for so how we could help him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't tell us what he's trying to do. He just says I need help basically. <laughs> and we're like how can we help you Nigel? And he's like <laughs> I I'm don't having, I'm having trouble with this with this program. And like okay, well what's the problem? How can we help? And he's like it's just not doing what I want it to do. <laughs> so I will explain what happened. Basically, I, I'll set the scene. I sat down and said, I have a very simple thing to make. It's a box with an indentation in it. That's all I need. And I have the, um, what's it called? Uh, no, no, no. I have the whole conversation. Anyone want to teach me box. some super simple Fusion 360? I tried to learn, and I popped 27 blood vessels in my brain. I said, <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to do? Then Jabril says, one doesn't learn to use Fusion 360. One can only exchange brain cells to use Fusion 360. <laughs> Nigel says, I have a 3D model of something mega simple, basically a rectangular box. I just need to turn it into an impression on a block, basically invert it. Kevin said, that's easy. Are you making a mold or something? Peter says, use the combined function. And use cut for the operation. So keep in mind, Nigel has all he said about the context of what he needs help with is that single sentence about having a, uh, he needs to take a rectangular box and turn it into an impression on a block. There's no picture. There's no drawing. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't have, then, I don't have any of, of that. Cause like, so then I, yeah, you okay. can draw it with, no, let me degrade you right now. I'm saying conceptually, because <laughs> I'll, 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 you can, then you I can, said, you can say your side you know, and then I will, I will say my side. Yeah, that's this. This is how the the court of law works. Yeah, we okay. need a we need a jury. <laughs> I said I went on a, a total procrastination tirade. I said you have two bodies or components. Position them where you want using some combination of align and move or joints. Then use the combined function. Target bodies what you want to modify. Tool bodies the shape you're using for the modifier. So if you want to subtract a cylinder from a cube, the cube would be t- the target. The cylinder is a tool. However, it sounds like you could just directly model what you want. The combined tool is useful for objects you want to invert or mold or object you already have. If you want neither, if you have neither the body nor the tool then you could probably just start from scratch and model what you want to make um positively but with positive and negative extrusions can you show a picture and then you said i'll get more info after blah 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 i just don't know how to use this program at all and then i uh, said i'm filming something right now yeah 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 and then you ask for help but you're unable to actually (laughs) yeah and then this goes on for a bit peter sends like a tutorial video and then there's something about like stls that i i don't even remember but at some point you just said, I solved it. 
after I asked you, how are you asking for help but haven't sent a single screenshot of the problem? <laughs> so, okay. I'll, you know, I get emails like this from kids. I'll explain what happened. Yeah. I'll explain what happened. Hey, so, I'm trying to make a rocket, but I don't have a rocket or any rocket. Yeah, how do I make, I'm trying to make a rocket, but how do I make a rocket? So, <laughs> yeah. like I said, I, I will explain what happened. Mm. Conceptually, all I, all I had... Was like I don't have anything here to show. It's like imagine you have a square block that's going on right now, and, and the maker community has whatever this is. No, but imagine you have Kevin. Imagine you have a square block, right? Like yeah. I have a little like SD card thing here, and I was like, yes. I just need to make a square block that if I you're, you're already doing a better job right now. I know. I, I, I was say, see what you're doing right now. That's what we wanted. Like just listen, because I didn't think in my head it was. I said. um also, when I did go on, like, this is the problem, is I was actively filming stuff. So I was asking, when I said, anyone want to teach me, I was kind of looking for, like, someone. I, I, this is bad communication. I was like, I, I thought <laughs> yes. it, it would take five yes. minutes for someone to pop in and teach it to me. But when I explained it, I said, I have a 3D model of something mega simple, basically a rectangular box. I seem to turn it into an, okay, it makes no sense what I just said in hindsight. But <laughs> what all, all I was trying to do, it made sense when I wrote it. Um, was I said I have like a 3D model of something like this. I need to invert it so that it's a mold of that. That that's what I wanted. But what happened yeah. was twofold. A it was the day before my birthday, so I was like filming. And then I went out for a lunch. So when you said your whole like all your help, I said I'll get more info. I'm, I'm just filming. I filmed. <laughs> just listen, listen. And then I went uh, to okay, lunch. Okay. But I felt I wanted to. I, I wanted to acknowledge the help that you provided. But my line saying, I just don't think I know how to use the program, what I meant by that was you said all of these things, and I didn't know what any of that meant, and I was struggling yeah. in the program to even change the angle that I was looking at something. You, okay. So when you guys at were asking for screenshots— At, at 12.30, you asked for help, and— instantaneously so that the it says 12 32 no it's it, it probably wasn't even a minute it was probably like 30 seconds because i'm always on discord i just have it open i said yeah what are you trying to do i would have jumped on a video call right then and there with you which is what i thought you were asking i for. know so what was bad was for some reason when <laughs> i thought i asked for a video call and you know, i mean you blatantly said yeah what are you trying to do for some reason in my head i don't know why i was like oh no one wants to go on a video call so i just went back to filming <laughs> What am I supposed to say? I'm, no, I don't look desperate trying to help it you. No, no, it made no sense. But what Senpai happened? Nigel, please let's get on. The reason call. why I didn't provide a screenshot, I said I, I'm, in, I said I'm really bad, is because I couldn't figure out how to change the viewing angle in the thing, and it was off God. to the side, and I, I was embarrassed by what I was showing. And yeah, you have to like control click or control right click. I don't know. I, I, I figured it out now, but it was to the point where people were like, can't you just like show what you're, lo you're looking at? And I'm like, I don't even want you to see what I'm looking at. What, what was it for? What were you making? I, I was saying I wanted to make like um, graphite molds that I could yeah. like make kind of anything I want. So I could pour metal in and mold it to a shape I want. Mm -hmm. But it's like I want to start with something super simple, just like a mm. square little block. But you just need a mold. If you're um, making a mold, it's usually a good idea to model what you're trying to make and then use the combine tool. I think that's sort of like a good practice. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that's is, always what I, I was at knowledge yeah. like literally zero. So no, I, was like, I know, but that's what we're here to help you with. I know, but what happened I was, was going to teach you about I, using the draft function. But, but so Kevin, the, like a, the second layer of this problem was that I imported the little 3D model that I had made. Oh yeah, and it was a, you imported the and, yeah. And, and why were you importing a model? Because I thought okay that there would be and this is how low my knowledge is. I thought there'd be some sort of way to just it simply In like defense, invert something. How have they not figured so, this out yet? You can sort of do that. I've used an STL infusion. It did make me want to die, <laughs> so, but yeah. you can do it. So what happened was I was like, I'm going to get a block, and then from all the things you said, I was like, okay, I'm going to take a block extrude up a little block i'm going to take my model put it over that and i'm going to combine but the problem is it wouldn't combine and then i yeah, only found out later it's because it's a mesh body. where but did you get the model from i made it and where <laughs> that's not a question that's not a question i can answer i know did you make it in fusion did you make it in tinkercad okay so these are layers of incompetence all layered on each other so when i that's went to go what the podcast is for us to share that when i went everybody. to go make <laughs> i went to go make this model 
and I wanted to make it really yeah. quickly. So I downloaded Fusion, had a, okay. I popped the other brain vessels that I had. Trying so to I figure out how to download it for free because you're only going to use it once. Uh, so I shut it. I just shut it. And so I typed in Google, yeah. easy 3D. Reminds me when you try to get us to play League of Legends. <laughs> easy 3D <laughs> modeling software. And yeah. a ran- all of them sucked. That one random website let me make it in a very easy way. So I exported it as an STL. But why do you export it as an STL? Because it's probably, it's not, a, it, you're just supposed to like make something simple and 3D print it like right there. Yeah. They aren't expecting you to pull it into a different CAD software. They might let you export it as something else though. Look, man, you're, you're talking to like, well, okay, here, listen, I'm, I'm listen. trying to fix a car to and I don't even know what like, to, uh, to, a to wrench get is. To an program, SDL, did it, did you it have to convert. You a lock, and then it gives you a little virtual pickaxe and you pick away at the block. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. That's the greatest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> a little, the wait Minecraft a of modeling. No. Wait, 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 wait. That's the funniest. Wait a second. Um, hmm. <laughs> we should do that. How? Uh, you set a block. That, that is basically Tinker. You etch pic- that is pixels the, away. Until no, no, no. You there, there's something so much worse about that. <laughs> that is the funniest CAD software joke I've ever heard. Wait, <laughs> does anybody want like, to make that or subtractive manufacturing to additively manufacture? Does something? Somebody want to teach me how to make that. Maybe Jabril could teach oh. me how to make that. And you can change the size. You can either take away like a three by three chunk or like a yeah. one by one chunk, and it's like you know one twenty eight by one twenty eight block. What's it called? Shit CAD? Wait, has anyone know. done shit CAD? Mind CAD? I'm trying to remember. I was looking up a tutorial for when I was trying to do the stuff on Fusion, and I swear to God that the tutorial to do what I was trying to do uh, was uh, 17 steps or something. I'm stuck. I'm stuck on this pickaxe idea. I think that's. Imagine like it's a piece of software mm. and all you get is a block and a pickaxe and an yeah. export to SDL button. <laughs> I got work. That'd actually be more intuitive. How do you? How would you do that though? Because you could like, you could like, just take chunks out of the block. But I feel like you'd almost want it to have some sort of like destructive voxel physics engine. Um, oh, so it's like, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like you it actually is like it's like there's some kind of like physics going on with how it takes chunks out because you want it to you want it to yeah. look like shit it gives you like you get like a little machine gun right and you can just like yeah reload it'd be <laughs> yeah. cool like if you had a vr game where you had different tools like that like, yeah you had a little gun you had a sandblaster you had like a hammer and you could just like bash things until it uh and then the only thing you can do is hit export <laughs> <laughs> And there's no back button. <laughs> there's no back button. It's like you you have to chisel out your sculpture and then you can print it. That is, I want I want sh- I want to make this shit cat. What do we call it? Pick pick cat. What would it, what would you call it? Calling it cat is kind of well. I feel like if it's a meme, you gotta have the word cat in it. So it's like something cat, shit cat, maybe ass cat. No. Ass cat. Pick, pick cat. Pickaxe cat. Uh. Uh. Cad, shit, shit cat cad. axe, cad axe, axe cad. I can't I think know. of it now, but I will be up till two in the morning trying to sleep thinking of this name. And then someone, someone on the Discord server or Twitter will come up with a brilliant name. I'm like, damn it, why didn't I think of that? I love this idea. I'm, I have always wanted to make a game, and I know that it is. This is gonna. I'm gonna say something right now. I know that it's very easy to make a game. It's very hard to make a good game and it's very hard to make a complex game, but you can make a game based off of like the sort of very, very strong foundational elements that are available from examples to just, you know, like the powerful engines. Like you can make a game like you could probably make a game in a day, even you know, following a tutorial. It's not even it's not cheating. No, probably. the fact that a single human being like the fact that right now I could go download a piece of software, follow a tutorial and have some sort of crappy game in a couple of hours or a day is amazing. Um and I've always wanted to do that. I, I just like, I've seen like Jabril's done a bunch of cool stuff, but like, it seems like there's a level of complexity that if you sort of stay within the bounds, like don't go too far out of the bounds, you can make a pretty simple game pretty quickly. I like don't know. We were just know. talking about Agar.io. Yeah. Angel and I were talking about playing it. That's like What's a that? super simple game. Dude, I played that game way too much. It's like a game where you start off as a blob and it's a multiplayer game, 2D game. Uh, oh, to, it's like, a web absorb... browser? Yeah, you just have to absorb but, other blobs. Kevin. I realized that that game, though, is like you absorb blobs and grow, but it in yeah. itself is a metaphor of life because 
Jesus no, Christ. because you play the game. Because <laughs> we're all just wasting no, our no. time. You play the game. This is like a real my real experience with it. You play the game, and it's all fun. You're like, oh, I got so far in it, man. But, ah, oh, I just got eaten by a larger guy. You know, I'll try harder next time. But then you realize that uh, everyone— You just want to die. No, everybody who's in, like, the top five are all playing on teams. So it's like— Oh, cheating. It's not cheating, but unless you play on a team, you literally cannot get there. And I became very jaded. I don't like that game anymore. <laughs> did you guys play Warzone with us when we did the uh, double squad? The bannable oh, offense. I, I think we tried it a couple times, and I think yeah. we got it once. Yeah, yeah. where we, we had two squads, and we kept quitting till we were in the same lobby. Yeah. And we played as a team of eight instead of a team of four. <laughs> and we still didn't. I remember our game. We, yeah. We did it a couple times, and we never even managed to, like, link up. Well, what, one of our friends just, he's, like, too good. His sort of reaction time is too fast, and so he just kept killing us because you like you're on the same team we, we all had the same skin to try to like not kill each other but the problem is there is friendly fire and so a, and he has I mean, a obviously you're on an enemy team right and it was very very like it was easy to die if you were trying to avoid shooting your teammates that weren't technically on your team you would yeah. avoid shooting enemies because it would just slow your reaction time down or you're trying to make a decision. And so he ended up killing us a lot, and then we ended up getting killed a lot by other teams because we were trying to avoid shooting each other. Anyways, it was fun. It reminded Did me you ever of, win uh, that way? I think we won. Well, you can't... I mean, uh, I think we did. You can't really win, right? Because still only one team can win. But yeah. I think we did end up getting pretty far once and then realized that the strategy is just a nightmare because you had to keep quitting the lobbies yeah. over and over so again. So you guys are part of the problem. The you ruined the ecosystem. Well, yeah. I don't think people do it because it just doesn't work well. It's yeah. a nightmare. It's so much easier just to be good, I guess. <laughs> yes. It's, that's so true. That's so true. And here you are complaining about team's cheating but no you just admitted to yourself that you're not good no but in agario it's like he just told us that he didn't have any friends to play with (laughs) is what he's trying to say no but kevin have you played it enough to see that like you actually can't it's not about it being good like what will happen is they they like you don't know the game well but it's like your little blobs but it's like you know the patreon extra for this is gonna be right i've just playing agario uh (laughs) yeah do you want to we should play it after Let's do it. But basically, you can shoot, like, your little, like, part of yourself out. Because when you're big, you go slower. So to get away, you can, like, shoot part of yourself away so you move away quicker. But, like, when people play as teams, they donate it to each other. Mm. And it's, like, what will happen is you'll see a guy you can eat. You'll go close. And then the other guy who's big will donate it all to his friend. And he'll instantly grow the size of your Mm. screen and then eat you. But then it's, like... Also, do you know how long it takes to get that big? It takes, like... Two hours or something. No, so even if you win, you, you can, still are you can get pretty. You can, it'll, I don't know, like an hour. No, you can be like twenty minutes, but it's still like it's still like a chunk of time to get that big. Yeah, and then it's like if you're alone, people will do it. Where like I said, they're big enough that they just donate, and you literally can't get away. They just come no, and I've eat you. You have like no. Ab- I've like I've taken over the lobby. Okay, I'm like huge chungus in there, dude. Kevin, where what? did you get that shirt? Drip. I got it from Ross. Do you like it? I... Actually. That Ross, the store, or Ross Creations, <laughs> the store. Kevin, that's where I, I got my money. Can I be honest wallet. with you? I hate it. <laughs> yes, Kevin's wearing this shirt. This is, I, I've been wearing it. I like it. A drip. For a long it's time. this drip all over it, like in like kind of uh, like graffiti. You noticed text. my shirt, Sandra. I saw that shirt and I said I need to wear this on. Kevin, the I really like it. Podcast shirt. Sandra will hates it. <laughs> no. Kevin, did you see my uh, my wallet that I had that said Big Papa Bear? No, <laughs> that's it's from Ross. It's from shirt, Ross. From oh, Ross? that Tokyo shirt is also from Ross. Is it really? No, <laughs> yeah. wait, no the one, the, the matching pants and jacket. Yeah, it's from Ross. Is is Drip a brand? What even is it? Also, what is Ross? Is like uh like a kind of surplus store, right? Or like the yeah the bar the trickle down. It's kind of like. Like big lots of clothing. Uh, I don't know. Dude, I like it. Is it? I mean, it just sort of feels like something that would have been popular in middle school. <laughs> what did you say? Laund, laund, launder? La. I can't really read it. <laughs> Machine wash only? What brand is that? It said, do not wear cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Every letter's in a different font. <laughs> if it was embroidered on my embroidery machine, it'd be cool. 
you know, I say that I'm like talking, I'm talking shit about the shirt you got at Ross as I'm like over here making arguably worse clothes in my garage. Are you kidding? Mr. Hamburger? That's a pretty that's good a, shirt. That's actually. a gem. Can Which, you show off yeah. what you've been making? Uh, yeah, I, actually, that'd be fun. Here, I'll, I'll, uh, it's right here. One sec. So Will's newest uh, obsession is an embroidery machine. I don't know if he even like, I think he has a, a piss bottle in the garage at this point because he will spend like six hours a day just watching that machine. I was over there. He spent six hours watching this machine like do this. Okay, so I think I've talked a little bit about the embroidery stuff on the podcast, mm. but I, I genuinely have not enjoyed sort of like doing an art thing as much as I have doing embroidery. Um, I, think we're, I think we'll sell this shirt for, uh, on the podcast because of, in Japan, we've sort of had our Mr. Hamburg, hamburger, Mr. Hamburger meme. Mr. So, but why there, this is four of them. This why is like, uh, so it's oh, an old Red Cat yeah, okay. shirt. Yeah, so I have a bunch of old shirts because making good merchandise is really hard. And for like, I think for the Bread Cat shirt, we went to two different shops to get it done. I think it took three shops. I spent like, and this was early YouTube too. I didn't have, we weren't making very much money. Um, I think I spent like a couple thousand dollars trying to get the bread cat shirts made. And some of them just looked horrible. Like every shop would come back and just give us these shirts that were garbage. And I didn't have the gall to tell them that they were garbage. Um, And so it's nice to be able to like kind of spend time and like iterate. So this is like iterations. Sorry for the audio viewers. I'm holding up a t-shirt, an old bread cat t-shirt that uh, um, is a sample that I didn't use and i'm using it as a sacrificial fabric for why won't this camera focus sacrificial fabric for embroidery testing so the first one that's centered right now that is the first test then you can see it looks a little bit scuffed and then second test and like third and fourth test and so it's sort of like trying to clean it up make it a little bit sharper um then we did an experiment with uh trying to do like an under shadow or like i don't know what you'd call that a drop shadow sort of um there's another one. It's just covered. The shirt is just covered in Mr. Mr. Hamburger. Uh, here's here's like the recent one. I think this is the closest to what it's actually going to be. So this is like mm. 3D text embroidered. Oh um, yeah. I'm trying to like arrange this. The shirt's like wet too. I don't know why. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> so it's like three dimensional. But I'm still working on like the stitch types because there's like there's so much oh, learning yeah. to do to actually convert art to a stitch file. But um, I thought it would have been easy. You know, I I was coming over to your house and I knew that you had this new embroidery machine. So I downloaded the program Mm. and I tried to make it. You stuck a big needle on the white thread. No, I didn't. It was the same diameter needle. No. Did you measure it? He measured it with his eyes. (laughs) You stuck, I think, a 100 size needle on it. And what should it have been? Uh, Well, you should (laughs) have asked me bitch <laughs> that was the one all the way on the left right like it's like this yeah the seventy five elevens. i think that was the one that broke because that's the you had the hat on the hoop you were using white thread because the needle size if it's too big will like the white it was just the white was stitching like really shittily and i was like i was like i was losing my mind i couldn't figure out what was going on i don't you think did. so you, no you I definitely don't think did. So. you definitely I, I did I, I found your little hidden compartment full of spare yes. parts yes because i broke yes. the machine yeah and, <laughs> and you took you 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 found a needle in one of the three boxes that are floating around. There's no, a big, there's a big box full of like five. Yeah, there's a big box. There's a big box like with like ten, ten boxes of needles. Ten Those boxes are the needles that are supposed to go. It's the seventy five elevens or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it no. I was you know sitting what? there pulling my hair out. Right. To... I think you're right because I. No, I know I'm right. because <laughs> no, I, 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 I haven't say, used any. I think no, you're right. I haven't used any of those big needles because I haven't bought big thread yet. Because that's like I'm gonna buy like like size twelve thread. Well, this and was, you I used had to cut through this. You know, I need to punch through a hat. You need a big needle for that. <laughs> I agree. I'm on. Ke- I'm on Kevin's side. Yeah. the The problem with embroidery is it is it is so complicated. <laughs> And there's so many little moving parts and there's so many steps to the process. Like it is not something that you just jump into. I mean, it, dude, it took me like, it took me two weeks to even sort of kind of understand what was going on. Like it's bad. It's really confusing, but yeah. you've heard awesome. we'll talk about CAD software. You don't want to no. hear him talk about embroidery software. No, <laughs> the, the thing about CAD is that a lot of money has been spent on making good CAD software. So the stuff that you complain about in CAD is like, pretty petty compared to how shit embroidery software is <laughs> yeah. like genuinely not functional at all like it's bad it's really really i don't know 
I love complaining. Do you know how much that software costs? We talk about this. Eleven hundred dollars for the embroidery yeah. software, and that's a cheap one. Eleven hundred dollars, and it feels like an alpha. It feels like an alpha piece of software for eleven hundred dollars. The fact that it's eleven hundred dollars doesn't upset me. It's the fact that all of the other tiers up to the eleven hundred dollars don't do anything. It's like no. tier one, you pay I don't know two hundred bucks. All you can do is download embroidery files and send them to your machine. That's all you can do. Number do like you know, for four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can also change the font on files for $800. Yeah. You can change the colors of the fonts yeah. and the pictures. And then you know, only once you spend a thousand dollars, can you 1100? Then it unlocks everything. <laughs> it just unlocks everything. And by everything, it means a software that is so filled with bugs that you're going to question why you paid $1,100 for it. And the answer is because it is the best thing that you can get for $1,100. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't even know how to complain about it other than, um, like, <sighs> yeah. but I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Like how profitable is the company that makes it? Like, is that, is that 1100, you know, just lining their pockets or are they desperately, do they need to charge 1100? No, I think, I think that $1,100 is fair for the market. Yeah. Cause it's just kind of like a niche yeah. thing. It's very niche, but it's very frustrating that like. Number one, I my 30-day trial ran out ages ago, and they haven't sort of sent any, like, marketing mm. stuff to give me a discount. Like, they, they try to get you to, to buy. Oh, you get extra stuff if you buy the license for the full price. I'm just going to, like, wait it out until I can actually get a discounted price. Because, yeah. like, I don't want to pay $1,100. That's too much money for what it is. Um, and I'm sort of still looking into uh, other alternatives, and I kind of want to play with But it just it is it is, unfortunately, the most capable for the price it's totally functional it's just a nightmare the interface is a nightmare and it does a bunch of dumb stuff like it, it really it, i always go back to to the greatest piece of software ever existed ever invented or i don't even want to say invented but like that has existed um blender i mean like kind of consumer facing i bet you the, i bet you the greatest piece of software to ever exist is probably like what the gcc I or say whatever. windows uh, excel, excel. <laughs> exactly compiler just excel GNU, GCC, the GNU compiler Lime collection, wire. like, like <laughs> being able to yes. being able to compile C code probably has had a bigger effect than Blender, but uh, I do think Blender is probably what sits in my head as one of the greatest examples of software being accessible to people. I've talked about we've talked about this before, I think, yeah, right? I love complaining about this because when I was I a remember kid, when you were when you were like, telling me about the embroidery software in person, there was a lot more swearing going on if i was completely loaded and i wish maybe we just make more podcasts hey go to the patreon and give us your money and then if we have a lot of money we make free software i'm sure that right, for our i'm sure that entices patreon. everybody yeah i i have a new suggestion is any does anybody who listens to this podcast are, are you really rich like do you have like well, what are we calling really rich like uh Ten, over if you've got if you have over ten million dollars, no friends, no inheritance. <laughs> we will be your friend if you give us money <laughs> so that we can make open source software. Any takers? Leave a comment down below. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I really I really wish that I could convince someone like you know Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg or Bezos you know the sort of these like. The rich guys, the rich celebrities in America, to just like make make a a fund of like, dude, if you had ten million dollars, if someone just gave you ten million dollars and you put it into like an open source initiative, you could make all sorts of amazing software. Here's the thing: you could probably actually just get a grant and do that. Yeah, but some- that's the thing is like, I'm not a programmer. I am I make YouTube videos. Like the only thing I can do is try to like use my my existence as like glue to like organize and kind of stick people together. Like trying to run an organization is really hard to do. Like have you I want to switch to um uh DaVinci Resolve because Adobe is Doo-doo. just I'm tired of it. I'm tired yeah. of Adobe. I'm tired of it. Like I'm very tired of it. That's I would say don't buy Adobe. No. Start on something else. Uh, please, anyone who has any hesitations or any con- like, just go to Final Cut Pro. Acceptable. Adobe. It costs three hundred dollars. Yeah. 
you have it for life. Do you like? It works <laughs> fine. I pirated it. Once I could afford it, I bought it. I think that <laughs> there's there's like something that kind of bothers me a lot looking at Adobe, and it's it's like they they're not spending money that I can see on development. Like I saw this very interesting thread about After Effects on Twitter because like I used to use After Effects all the time. And if you don't know what After Effects is, it is a it is a program that you can compare to Photoshop, but it's for video. It's essentially Photoshop for video. And it's like how you would make all the cool special effects and stuff like that. Yeah, it's compositing software. So it's a way of taking a bunch of flat layers and combining them together to output a video in the same way that you would combine layers inside of Photoshop. And it's just different because it's video. And there are features that have been requested for years that they just haven't done that also have been fixed by plugins that people have made on their own to, and sold. One of them being just having folders, like being able to sort of like just like you have a you have like a timeline, right? Like in Photoshop, you've got your, your layer and you put stuff into a folder. And if you expand everything, it's still just this big vertical column, right? Like just the idea of being able to take a bunch of layers and collapse them into a folder even though they're all in the same order, like there's no weird, there's no weird yeah. like nonlinearity stuff. Like it's just, it's just you're taking stuff that's in order and you're squishing it down into folders. Like imagine you've got a background layer that's like four layers. You just make a folder called background. You stick those yeah. in there and you can pretend like the folder doesn't exist. It's still on the same, like this, like programming wise, like I can't, I can't imagine that's very hard to implement. And people have gone and made plugins that do it, that you can buy. So like the community yeah, on is their fixing- platform. Yes, for a one-time fee, you can buy a plugin to add folders into uh, After Effects, and then Adobe every single year charges you money, but like doesn't they introduce like neural filters in Photoshop? Have you used them? They're like kind of shit. I'll tell you the, my understanding of why that happens because implementing folders doesn't get new customers. Yeah. Implementing Correct. neural whatever you said gets a guy to sign up because it sounds cool. I don't cool. think so, though. The, I they, think that every their year, goal is to get new customers, though. I think that they... But I'm saying every year, they need to have some new, like, thing yeah, to be like, we've, we have this, we do machine learning now. And everyone's like, yeah, okay. I, oh, I, AI. Like, they got AI it's, here. It's, I'm, gonna, I'm hyped. I'm going to stay. And then you realize it's trash. But then, like... Oh, oh we could call it crypto cad because you're mining oh my god you're mining yes, in the crypto. background we're running like bitcoin mining software <laughs> on your computer Ke- yeah. Ke- that was still Cri- running in kevin's mind this whole time <laughs> crypto farm cad not like crypto cad no that's i mean that's <laughs> i feel like it's funny but that's like a whole different meme now <laughs> yeah okay, i don't i go on I think uh, when you do open Photoshop, now that you mentioned that, it does. The first thing it says is it, it has some banner about neural filters. It's just like I, – because it happens the same thing with like I think most – a lot of softwares I've seen, they just try to get people to renew or yeah. new people there. But it's like yeah. once you're there, you're not leaving because the folders aren't there. So it's like yeah. how can you do the bare minimum to keep people but then – try to get more people it doesn't make the best software it makes the highest profit until people like you and other people realize that it's trash and want to just abandon and then when there's a competitor they're all gone i think like what what frustrates me about adobe is like it's not i don't i don't want to call it trash but you can smell it you can (laughs) smell the stagnation yeah you can tell that the money you're spending not to, going to renew the software is resulting in exactly the same software. So it's like the software I had access to last year is the same as the software I have access to right now. And why am I paying a $600 fee per to have year. access to that per year? To, or no, I think it's like $800 now. Yeah, that's actually kind of insane considering like uh, with Vegas, for example, every year they come up with a new version, but I get an upgrade um yeah price and it's not very adobe does the opposite they come out with the same version and they charge you money yeah and they force you to to have access to their entire suite right so adobe says if you want to have photoshop you can pay a lower price if you want to have photoshop and Mm -hmm. premiere you're basically going to be paying the same price as just having the entire cloud suite so then you end up paying like you know probably just under 100 bucks a month for everything as opposed to two pieces of software for like $50. Like it just doesn't make sense to not buy the whole suite if you're going to use more than one. And, and it just makes me wish that 
like somebody would just make software they don't want to make money off. Well, I mean, like I feel like, like Da Vinci is kind of the answer to that. Considering I love because you can just get a free yeah. version, right? Yeah. So it's like, and then if you buy their hardware, which is the black yeah, magic cameras you get it or anyway. the, the the recorders, then you're supporting the company, mm-hmm. and you get like a good quality product. That's, we started using the black magic cameras for the podcast, and they look really good. Well, um, we use yeah. the the A10 mini recorder for them, and it all is like super well integrated. And then it creates a project file for DaVinci, like, and then you you get free software. Like I, that's amazing. And like I said, even the even like the the free version they give out is fully functional. I don't know what limitations mm-hmm. you have on. I it. think it's like the same thing. The, the, I, think I think they might have a pro version. Though. I think like because when I bought the the 4K like cinema camera, it came with like a, a paid version. But I think it's just you unlock mm-hmm. extra features. But if all you're looking to do is cut, you know, do basic overlays, add text, I think there's no limitation really. Yeah. I think if you want to do you it to like color, I, would, yeah. I think it's like color correction and like once you start actually doing, I guess like real more like serious stuff, then you actually might have to pay for it. But for basic editing, you're I think doing, it's like, just If you're free. shooting an S log footage for a yeah. YouTube video, you need to get. A, you need to go. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Stop. Twelve, twelve K raw. <laughs> That's what oh, I shoot in. So there's this piece of software called Figma, which I didn't really actually know about until this happened. What's it called? Figma. Uh, Figma. It's like Figma. a web, it's like a user interface. <laughs> Kevin. It's like a UI <laughs> nice, nice design trip. tool. So Figma hmm. shares projects, files, pages, and frames with anyone that has permissions form, yada, yada. Like, I think it's for designing like interfaces, I guess. Um, and long story short, like Adobe essentially has a software suite that does like is competitive to Figma and apparently people were like taking over like people were were using Figma instead. So what does Adobe do? Instead of improving their version of the software, they buy Figma. And now Figma is like sitting with this company that is like actively letting their other softwares deteriorate, you know, like they still work but, you know, they're kind of like the skin's falling off and you can see the bones. It is what it is. Just pirate everything. That's my advice. I, but like, I want, I want good stuff. That's the problem. It's like I want, I want it to be good. Like I want to pay money and get something good. Well, that's, I think with Adobe, it's like root, that's not happening. That's the root like, of your disappointment. <laughs> how do I get something good in exchange? For, what uh, you get money and I get good product? That's, no, no, no. That's not how it's. Why? Where did that? When did that change? Um. When did the, this happen? It changed when they realized they can get money and give you bad product and you still give more money what happened to value added service and now it's all just how much can we extract from you just give us more just like i'm surprised that there's no microtransactions in photoshop <laughs> from your pro honestly speaking of extracting value um thank you to everybody who supports us <laughs> on patreon how about we put the names on the screen we haven't done that i like that idea this is what uh trash taste does i think we should just copy what other people do we should just um, like scroll through the patreon yeah page. and then like yeah there's oh there's like a name the right phone. here look at this person's probably really hot and uh we've got some extras up on Patreon, you could watch all of those. I don't actually know what's up right now. I think the pizza one Ooh. where uh, <laughs> you guys got Japanese pizza from Pizza Hut. Genuine on-menu pizza. Nothing weird. And boy, God, it was weird. And then you made some horrible one and fed it to me because I was I had to go drop <laughs> Chelsea off at the airport. And then I came back and you're like, here, would you like some of the pizza? We saved it for you. And it was it was, it was a prank. <laughs> yes, find out which pizza was actually a fake one. Kevin, you won't I feel like You'll it's obvious. Retroactively, Kevin, it's obvious. we became a prank channel. I haven't, I haven't played a prank. I haven't done a prank in a long time. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was surprised. It would have been just... better if we tricked him. He did get tricked, though. You did trick me. Yeah, yeah, but I he didn't no... say it was the best. I wanted him to say it was either okay. the best. Oh, well, because it was shit. <laughs> but Kevin, how could we really put together? You guys stuck like octopus legs on a pizza yeah, Kevin, and expected Kevin, we were... it was the best one. Kevin, we were trying to balance him saying it's the best and also punishing him <laughs> yeah, that's... why do i need to be punished what did i do Just... no that's what we wanted to do we wanted to make it really disgusting but not disgusting enough where he would know that yes. something was wrong that was pizza game all right, right? So here, pizza here's game. currently the, yeah. the content that's available on patreon extras the patreon extras you get access to if you give us money every month trying japanese pizza 
Japanese snack taste test. Actually, I really, that video came out pretty funny. Um, oh, the bonus scene of Dax Flame teaching us how to <laughs> act. Uh, putting on lipstick that makes your lips swell up. <laughs> Going to Outback Steakhouse with Australians. Learning how to drive a forklift. Playing Magic the Gathering. Dog food or real food? That is, I actually that's a, that's feel a like Patreon that is a, a that is one. that is one of I think the best collaborative <laughs> collaboration videos we've ever made, and it is behind a paywall. And I feel like it's a little bit. I feel like at some point we're definitely gonna have to just publish it because it's too it is, good. It's too good. Uh, I'm very, I, I don't know how it came out that good. Sometimes <laughs> videos just work really well. When we watched the first edit, I, we watched the whole thing and it was like 25 minutes or something. Yeah. And we like, like glue. I was like, I haven't, uh, anyways, it's a very, it's, Compelling. Very, it's great. It's, it's you guys, it's hundred percent worth the money. We've got a couple of tiers. Uh, one of them, the, I should, I'm going to read them off so I don't say anything wrong. Uh, five bucks a month is the minimum and you just get, you know, all the extra stuff. Um, then for fifteen, yeah, to like a special Discord channel. Yeah, especially uh, for any any uh, support on Patreon, you get access to the Discord channel where you can ask questions and hang out and share projects. It's a pretty active com- your like, community, honestly. Like, um, but a lot of people who are interested in similar stuff to us, like making things and whatnot. There's the Galaxy Brain tier for fifteen bucks. You get assigned Polaroid from us every three months, and we, we've made software that keeps track of who you got. It's like a collectible, except the picture of it's the collectibles is just, I, it's just a picture of us. Um, all right. Yeah. So if you want to watch us play Agario IO, head on over to Patreon. If you want to, if you just have a big pile of money and you want to give it to us, and we'll do things with it that are fun and interesting for you guys to watch. I'll turn We've your spent, money into tools and fire and explosions. Turn your money into chaos and destruction. I want you guys to know that every last penny you've ever given to us on Patreon has been spent on making more content for the podcast, <laughs> and that is not a joke. <laughs>